know, you got you got some of the best players in the country that have been committed for a long time and, uh, you know, knew what they wanted to do and uh, would have signed back in the summer if you'd have let them. And uh, so it's just really, really cool uh, for the day to finally get here that they've been waiting on and, and uh, just, just very thankful for this group. You know, as I always say, time will tell, uh, as it does with any any signing class. Everybody gets excited about the signing class. I, I, I get a little more excited about what they do throughout their career. Uh, so time will tell uh, with this class, just like it does every other class. But I really believe uh, that that this this group will prove to be a very, very special group. I really believe that. I think. It's a it's a group that's built in the trenches. Uh, we've got a got, got a lot of athleticism. We've got a bunch of skill on both sides. Another great quarterback coming in here. Uh, just really excited about you know the whole group and how we put it together. Um, and something that we're very proud of. Every class that I've had since February of '09, my first class. Every single class. Now that we won the league this year, every single class has won a championship, uh, which is a part of you know what we want for, for everybody that comes to Clemson. Uh, so every single class has won a championship uh, that's been here or multiple. And uh, I think that without a doubt, this group will keep that going. Uh, so excited to get started with them when that time comes. This is my, my 14th signing class. Uh, and it's, it's our 13th top 15 class uh, in a row. So, you know, like everything that we do in this program, we're incredibly consistent. We've been very consistent in recruiting. Uh, we've been very consistent in graduation. Uh, we've been very consistent in guys going to the NFL, very consistent in job placement. Uh, we've had 100% job placement going on five years in a row. Uh, very consistent in winning on the field. You know, so uh, it all starts in recruiting and, and being consistent in that, in, in your evaluation, development, and getting the right people to come be a part of your program. So. I just, I'm really, really proud of our staff. Our staff did a wonderful job, you know, especially with, with a lot of transition and change uh, last year for our staff to be able to go out and put together one of the best classes in the country and to hit every hit it out of the park uh, with what we needed to do uh, that with that. And then not only, not only the guys, we've got several guys that we thought would be leaving Clemson that are going to stay at Clemson. Uh, so, you know, that, that's a, uh, that's that's also a sign, you know, when you see guys that uh, could go ahead and go to the pros uh, and all this stuff that's going on in college football to to choose to want to stay. I think that just shows um, how they feel about Clemson, how they feel about their coaches. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, again, uh, who we are as a program. So this is a great day um, for us, for sure. And, and again, what it's all about. So just. I'm really proud of the staff again, and and all. And man, when I say the staff, it's the coaches, it's our support staff, it's man, it's Jordan, it's Ty, it's Zach, it's Josh, it's Chanel, it's James. I mean, everybody just does an unbelievable job. All of our student helpers, workers, uh, you know, everybody just it's a it's an all hands on deck approach here, and uh, everybody takes a lot of pride in what they do. So as far as the breakdown of the class, 27 signees. Uh, you know, 26 uh, out of high school and, and one uh, transfer. Uh, and then we got, we, we signed a, a PWO in uh, 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 Streco that's going to come in here as well uh, as a mid-year. So we got 16 of those guys, 16 mid-years. Uh, so really excited about that. That's, I think that's the most we've had, I think, ever. I think one year we might have had, we had 13 or 15. Uh, but I think that's the most mid-years we've had. Really excited about having these guys on campus. So uh, eight of the mid-years are on offense. Eight of the mid-years are on defense. And Streco counted in there. Uh, as far as the breakdown, again, two quarterbacks, uh, uh, two running back signees, and one preferred walk-on uh, signee, two tight ends, uh, three wide receivers, uh, three offensive linemen, and then we signed an athlete in, in Tink, Myson Kelly, uh, who's going to train as a receiver and cross train as a DB and, and uh, just a kid that we wanted in the program. We'll figure out what's the best spot for him as we, as we start coaching him, but unbelievably dynamic and a uh, very consistent player. So, uh, and then defensively, uh, six defensive linemen, I think that's the most we've signed since 
I think that Christian Wilkins group, uh, maybe back in 15, and then uh, uh, three safeties, three corners, two linebackers. So really just a good group. Again, these guys have been committed for, you know, forever, uh, a long time now. And, uh, and it's a really close class. That's one of the things I love about this group, too. And one of the positives about the way community people today is that they're just a very connected group. You know, and then with 16 of these guys coming in as, as starting in January, uh, some of them already here. Uh, you know, it's just it's fun. And as I've gone around, you see the connection in this group already. So it's a it's a close group already. And, and again, a group that I think will will do great things. Uh, we had seven states in uh, D.C. Uh, represented in this group, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Texas, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts and uh, D.C. So. Uh, again, just got kids coming from all over to be a part of what we're doing here at Clemson. And we got an incredibly talented team uh, returning. We've got a very talented team that'll be coming back to Tigertown uh, in January. Uh, and man, this group's going to be a great addition. Again, 16 of them coming mid year. It's going to be a fun spring ahead. A lot of competition, uh, you know, a lot of evaluation a lot of opportunity to teach and develop and install and grow uh, our team as we uh, set the foundation for uh, not just next year, but for the next four or five years to come uh, here in Clemson. So uh, really, really excited about this group. And uh, today and tomorrow, we're celebrating a bunch of graduates. So I just came from our graduate luncheon uh, over at Little John. We have a huge group of graduates. Uh, and these guys will be uh, earning their degrees tomorrow, and some of them are, are master's degrees, uh, second degrees. I'm really, really proud of those guys. You know, so we're celebrating them today and tomorrow, and then we're welcoming a bunch of new Tigers uh, today as well. So it's just it's a great time uh, to be a part of of our program. And as far as who these guys are, uh, quarterback, uh, you know, Chris Pazina, CB as we call him, and Paul Tyson, both coming from Alabama. Um, and, uh, you know, actually know each other. And, uh, I think Paul maybe mentored CB a little bit when he was in like middle school or something, but, um, you know, CB is a great, great player, uh, coming from Briarwood. I mean, he's, he's a big time talent, uh, a guy that we think, um, you know, can, can, could play for anybody in the country. I mean, he is a special player, big, strong, make all the throws can really run. He's coming from a great program. Um, and then Paul Tyson is a guy that we recruited a little bit in high school, uh, one of the most prolific passers in, in the history of the state of Alabama coming out of high school, three years in Tuscaloosa. And then he spent this past year uh, at Arizona State. And uh, with Billy Wiles leaving uh, and obviously DJ leaving, we, we had a gap, you know, so we needed to get a veteran guy. We obviously uh, – uh, you know, believe in Cade and, and, and who he is and what he, we think he's going to do in our program. And we see CV in that same light. So, you know, again, young guys, uh, you know, we don't have many guys. You know, so uh, Trent Pierman, who's, who's really developing nicely. Hunter Helms is a veteran guy that's been in our program. Really needed somebody else to come in and, and uh, you know, kind of kind of give us a little more experience in the room. And so uh, Paul fits that. Uh, kind of a crazy, you know, obviously he's, he's Coach Bryant's great-grandson, which is just, uh, it's, I just, I can't even, it's just a surreal world that I'm even uh, experiencing that. So really kind of cool. Uh, know his family, obviously, and really thankful that that uh, he had a lot of opportunity. I'm thankful that he, he chose to come be a part, embrace the role that we have for him here. And uh, so that's our two quarterbacks uh, running back. Uh, Jay Haynes out of Alabama, and then Jarvis Green from right here at Dutch Fork. Uh, you know, they're they're similar and different. And uh, the one thing that, that they have in common, if you watch these guys, incredibly consistent, uh, dominant performers every week. Every single week you watch these guys, and they just they're the best player on the field. And uh, regardless, so. Uh, I think I think we got exactly what we needed there. And then I'll tell you this little Peyton Strecko, uh, who was going to sign with, with Air Force. He was committed to Air Force and decided he wanted to go a little different route. Uh, he is a high-level 
PWO and a kid that I think uh, brings a lot to the table. So I feel good about the guys we got there at running back. Uh, he's also from Georgia. And then really excited about the receivers coming in here. We, we, we signed, you know, two big guys, two guys with some size and two guys that, that, that are kind of uh, uh, intermediate uh, type guys, uh, counting Tink and that. That uh, we're going we're gonna to start Tink at, at Mice and Kelly. We're going to start him at receiver and cross train him as a DB. And like I said, and see where we go from there. But man, Ronan uh, Hannafin from up in Massachusetts at first. You know, we don't go up to Massachusetts often, but when we do, we get a great one. And uh, the last time we went up there was Christian Wilkins. So no pressure to Ronan. Uh, but man, Ronan is, Ronan is a, he's a special talent. He's a big, strong, uh, athletic kid that can really run. And he's just a football player. I mean, he he could literally play uh, anywhere. I mean, he could play either side of the ball. He could do anything. Uh, but we really love uh, what he brings to the table, you know, as a receiver. And I'm excited to get my hands on him. But a big body guy and a great competitor, uh, great ball skills, you name it. Uh, just, a, just a great hit for us. So excited about having him. Noble Johnson uh, from out in Texas. Uh, he is uh, uh, really, really, really athletic and gifted, can do a lot of things. He, he will remind you a little bit of Bo. Um, you know, and he's just a dynamic guy. He's explosive. Uh, he's got great ball skills. He, he, he came, one of the things I love about Noble is he came to camp, you know, cause I, I told him I wasn't going to offer him unless I got a chance to see him in person at, at camp and he had all kinds of offers. Uh, and he came here and competed and he dominated. Uh, I mean, just absolutely put on a show in our camp and, and uh, really made it easy. And then just an amazing uh, family, a great addition. Uh, so super excited about him. He knew what he wanted to do. You know, kind of like Kate Klubnick. He kind of grew up following Clemson, you know. And, uh, you know, it's a reminder to me, you know, there's all these kids today. I mean, the last, you know, 10, 12 years, they've been watching Clemson. And, uh, you know, we, we just as a reminder of how strong our brand is, uh, regardless of where we go. Uh, but Noble's a perfect example of that. And then, uh, Tyler Brown, uh, Tyler is, you know, right down the road here, uh, incredibly polished, uh, a guy, he's a, he's an example and a reminder of why we don't offer freshmen and sophomores around here, uh, you know, and, and that it's a developmental game. This kid has gotten better and better and better and better. Uh, and man, he put on a show. Uh, this year, a very, very polished player. He's very similar to Antonio in some ways. Uh, he's very polished. He can really run. Uh, he's a great kid. And his he's dreamed about coming to Clemson. And I love that. Uh, and he made his dream come true. You know, he made, he made it happen. Uh, so I'm excited about him. And then Tink, you know, right here, uh, there's really not anything Myson can't do. I mean, he can. I've watched this kid uh, a lot like DeAndre Hopkins. I watched him come through and and he was just great at everything. And, you know, DeAndre wasn't really highly recruited. Uh, you know, he played everything. He did all this stuff. And then he just came to college and he got locked in. And I see Tink in that same regard. I mean, he's just – it doesn't matter where you put him, running back, safety, corner, to the field, in the boundary, in the slot, he's the best player. And he has been a punt returner, kick returner, you name it. Uh, he, is, he is truly one of the – best I think just pure players uh in this class and you know I think he can do a lot of things so I just I'm really excited about that group um and what they bring to the table to go along with 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 uh Adam and Bo and, and uh Antonio and, um uh Cole Turner and Speck and all those guys that'll be back here uh Stilato, we got a really good group and I think this is a good addition with it and then two tight ends uh Olsen Pat Henry and Marcus Dixon, uh, Olsen coming from down there at uh, Naples. Uh, man, Kyle Richardson did a great job in evaluating and pursuing and recruiting exactly who he was after. It was a very, it was a very tight group that we that we recruited in this class at tight end. And, man, we're super excited about Olsen and uh, Marcus Dixon coming from Pennsylvania. Two great kids, two guys with, with high-level potential to go right along with Josh Tapp, who I think has got a chance to be a really good player for us 
uh, had a great scrimmage, but JV scrimmage uh, Monday. And, uh, you know, so we've got a really good group, uh, obviously, with the guys that are already on the roster. So uh, excited about where we are there at that position. Uh, same thing I'd say about Coach uh, Thomas Austin. What a job he did uh, in identifying and evaluating and recruiting what we needed in this offensive line. And uh, to go right on top of Blake Miller and Colin Sadler, who are two, you know, you know, guys that are going to play a ton of football here at Clemson. But, man, to go out to Texas and get Harris Sewell uh, from, from uh, uh, Permian and then be able to get uh, Ian Reed from Vandergrift. I mean, two great programs, two historic programs. These are big, strong, tough, uh, passionate guys uh, when it comes to playing the offensive line. And uh, Thomas did a great job of identifying everything he was looking for. And then you got big Zach Owens right down the road here in Georgia. He was landing. Uh, he's, he is easily one of the biggest guys that, that, that we've had come through here. Comes, I mean, he is an absolute giant and uh, a guy that I'm super excited about coaching. Three great kids, great families, great additions, and just what we need in that offensive line. So, again, every position, uh, you know, it's exciting. To, to get these guys uh, to come in on top of the guys that we have. And defensively, uh, we signed those six D linemen. So, you know, signed three DNs, uh, David Ojebwe uh, from up there, same school as Trey at St. John's in D.C., uh, A.J. down in Georgia, Hoffler, another just, you know, great young prospect, T.J. Parker from Central there in Phoenix City, uh, Alabama. These are, these are three guys that all three bring different things to the table. All three, three have, have great size, strength, athleticism, um, and uh, dynamic, you know. So just great kids, great families, great fits for us. You know, been committed uh, for quite a while now. And, and uh, you know, really three guys that could have gone anywhere they wanted to go in the country. And uh, so it's really awesome uh, to have them come and, and help us, uh, you know, build for our future in that defensive line. Uh, then you look at uh, the D tackles. You know, Peter Woods could really probably play anywhere. Uh, there's really he could play linebacker, DN, three technique, four eye, nose, shade, uh, running back. I mean, there's really anything he wants to do. That he he I think is is as good a football player as there is in this country. And uh, and he's been committed a long time. Uh, special number one player down there in the state of Alabama and a special family. And just a blessing uh, to be able to have uh, him come join us. Coming from my rival high school, uh, you know, I grew up. Uh, you know, you didn't like, you didn't like you know the Thompson Warriors. So uh, I promise you, that's the first home visit from a Pelham Panther to at a Thompson Warrior. Uh, so it's kind of great to team up with with him. That's going to be a lot of fun these next few years. Same thing with Big Burley. Man, we've been tracking this big guy for quite a while and and he's a monster uh he is a, a monster great kid great family uh mom's assistant principal at the rival school uh but he comes from a, a just an absolutely great program there at warner robbins and um you know just just one of the one of the best we've signed i really believe that already here already getting a little practice in and going to the bowl with us and then big step island green from down at rome uh He's one of those guys that, you know, he's 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 similar to those. That's the other thing I like about these three guys is they've got some similarities, but there's some there's some differences too. And Steph Island is kind of a combination of those two. I mean, he really uh, is explosive. He's a very explosive player and a tough kid with a hard edge to him. And I think a great fit. So man, uh, Coach Ski and Coach Eason, what a what a fantastic job. Uh, they did in uh, recruiting uh, these guys and leading the way there. And then I'll say the same thing about about uh, West Coach Goodwin. Uh, man, we, we said we're going to take two backers, and uh, man, they go get Jamal and D. Creighton, Jamal Anderson and D. Creighton. Been committed since the summer, long time now. Hey, uh, super excited about these guys right here. I mean, uh, Jamal from Mill Creek and D. from Denmark, two great families. Uh, two great kids uh, that I think uh, are exactly what we needed at that position. And then on the back end, uh, three corners and three safes, Avion Terrell. I got a picture, you know, just goes to show you, uh, you know, sometimes God just blesses you, right? And uh, I got a picture with 
with little Avion when he was in like the seventh grade when we were recruiting AJ. I told him back then, I said, the only reason we were recruiting AJ was to get him. And uh, so here we are. Uh, that little guy grew up and he's a baller. Uh, he is a incredibly competitive, skilled, uh, focused kid and uh, knows what it looks like. I mean, he, he brings a, he brings a, a, a presence with him at that position. Uh, and obviously he's been exposed to a lot uh, through his brother, his development, uh, his time here at Clemson. So, man, Avion is, is a great addition coming out of Westlake. Shelton Lewis, you know, uh, Stockbridge, when I was at his house, his dad uh, went to his room and he brought a loose leaf piece of paper that kind of torn up a little bit. And, he, and, he, and when he was about 10 years old, he wrote down, uh, I think, his, his top eight school choices that he wanted to go and play college football at one day. And number one on his list was Clemson. And uh, just really cool. Uh, it's a really, really cool thing. And now here he is growing up, and, and he's made that dream a reality. So I would say the same thing, man. Shelton is – he's here now. He's incredibly focused. He's a very skilled kid. He's tough. Uh, it's just about his business. That's what I, I'm really – excited about these guys and, and who they are and just I think they've got a level of maturity to them that you don't always see uh, you know especially at, at sometimes at that position you know they're, they're really locked in technically and fundamentally and uh, you know passionate about it and then you got Brandon Strozier from down at St. Francis he is long uh, he is a long athlete who can run and same thing, been committed a long time, uh, has, has tremendous athleticism, but uh, just a ton of links. So all three of those guys, you know, with what we need to build the boundary in our nickel corner, I mean, they, they really, I think, fit everything that we're looking for uh, at the position. And then at safety, uh, Kylan Webb, Rob, Robert Billings, and, and Khalil Barnes, um, same thing, man. Mickey Kahn, just a phenomenal job. You know, Kylan Webb is, is – is a tremendous athlete. You really study him. He can do anything. I mean, he plays both sides of the ball. He really understands the game. It's tough. It's fast. He can really run. Uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Same thing with Robert Billings and Milton. Um, you know, a great, great player, a very uh, dynamic player. Uh, he's physical. And then Khalil Barnes from over at North Oconee. Uh, been committed a while, but I guess made it public uh, here just, just recently. Uh, man, this is this is the kid that was born to come to Clemson. I mean, you spend five minutes with him, and there's just like you just know this guy's supposed to be at Clemson. Uh, same thing with his family. Just just a just a great group of prospects. Uh, Khalil's also here right now, uh, going through practice, and will go to the bowl with us. But uh, super excited about having all of these young men uh, be Tigers, and I cannot tell you again uh, just how awesome the families are. Uh, and, and just thankful that, again, they chose us. They chose to believe in who we are and the way we do things. And that's going to be a lot of fun as we move forward. So uh, as far as our team, good bowl prep. Uh, we're, everybody broke today. They're going to they're gonna be off here for a few days, and then we'll, we'll meet back up uh, Christmas Day and uh, actually actually get a little, little bit of practice in Christmas night. Uh, be like a kind of be like a Monday for us, uh, game week-wise. Uh, and, uh, and get back going. So, uh, and then also I want to just say this on uh, uh, yesterday, something really, really cool. Uh, but Will Shipley, as y'all saw, uh, was named Academic All-American. Man, that's that's only my second time that I've had a guy. Uh, he's the first running back ever at Clemson uh, to do that. And he's only my last one was my first one and my last one was 2012 Dalton Freeman. Uh, so I think you got to have a three, five, just to even be in the conversation. And then obviously you got to be a great player. You got to, you got to merit that. So that's a hard award, uh, to have. I think Clemson went a long time prior to Dalton Freeman winning it. And it's been another decade. Uh, so I'm just really proud of, of Shipley and it just says everything you need to know about him, you know, who he is, you know, I always say how you do anything, how you do everything. And he is truly committed to excellence in all areas. Uh, so just awesome to, to see him recognized uh, in that fashion uh, yesterday. And uh, with that, I'll take questions. Sounds like, yeah, four guys here practicing. Is, is it four? I yep. guess. 
And then what can you do with it? What can they learn? What value does it give them to kind of be with the team right now? But I just start that acclimatization process, that transition. Uh, they can, you know, we can start working with them and teaching them. So they've got to go through a couple of days of shorts. Uh, so I think a couple of them will actually be able to maybe get in the shells one of the days. But, uh, you know, obviously they don't, they don't know your schemes and stuff, but you can you can start that process. But a lot of individual, you know, we, we do JD work every day, uh, which culminated in a big scrimmage on Monday, which is really fun. Uh, might do a little bit of more scrimmaging uh, on our on our Tuesday practice down there. But just being in the meetings, being or starting that process of, of learning your teammates, uh, uh, you know, getting uh, exposed to you know some of the drill work. Uh, the terminology, you know, those type things. So, uh, and they get to have a great trip to the Orange Bowl. This is a new, we've never been able to do this. You know, we've been able to bring guys in in the past, maybe to do some practice here or there. We've never been able to take guys with us. So I think it'd be a great experience for them, but kind of an eye-opening thing and, and, uh, and just get a little bit of a head start. I guess when you look at positions that you've built at this point, are there any positions you still want to recruit areas or broke openings I mean we feel great about where we are I mean roster wise I mean we don't really have any uh, don't have any room at the end hardly so uh kind of pretty stacked uh so it's a great great problem to have we got some guy like I said we got some guys coming back that we didn't know were coming back uh that's I promise you'll be the best recruits in this class uh so I'm super excited about that uh, so, but to answer your question is, ask me tomorrow. It might be a different answer, uh, right? So that's just kind of where we are. Anything can happen. Uh, I think it's just a move. You're always evaluating. We're college footballers now. You're always evaluating the roster every day. You're evaluating uh, everything. So as we said today, we're, we're we are in a great spot uh, from a roster standpoint. We'll love our guys here. Uh, love where they are. Uh, Thing can change because uh, some of these guys coming back are there any surprises people we don't know about or oh there were some surprises to me uh, so uh, don't y'all know about things some of them have said anything uh, at some point uh, yeah he graduated uh, he graduated yeah. Uh, he's, he's He'll be here in January. Yep. You know, it really hasn't been much of an issue for us. Uh, it's been it's been a positive for us. You know, our focus has always been inside out here. We've not used it in recruiting. Uh, you know, we, we focus on our roster. I, I think I think for us, it's always been about, you know, no different than pre-NIL. I've always said, you do a great job with your players. And you have a great program. You have good culture. You do, you, you, you're equipping them and really fulfilling the purpose of the program. The recruiting will take care of itself. There's so much that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So what I was, that's what I was say is, is, you know, that pre NIL, that, that's always been the focus. Now that we have NIL, it's still the focus as far as, you know, okay, making sure that our roster, the guys here, they have all the resources that they get. They want to participate. Some guys don't even participate. They don't want to. But for those guys who really want to maximize the NIL, that we have the resources available to them, that we protect them, train them, educate them. I mean, we, we just built a, a unbelievable facility. I don't know if y'all have had a chance to tour that. A, a, a great facility. Uh, we hired an unbelievable world-class uh, NIL coordinator. Uh, who has incredible knowledge. So it's become just another part of the process. So 
those conversations that you're talking about, you have to have answers for those conversations. But as far as using the NIL as a reason to come here, that's not we have that nothing has changed. It's still a holistic uh, approach for us. Uh, man, we've got some amazing people out there. Uh, you know, uh, Daryl Clemson, and Tiger Impact, and, and just great, um, you know, programs that are available to our players here. And again, uh, that's why you see guys staying here. You know, you, you know, guys are maximizing their opportunities, and uh, and they know that, you know they can do whatever they want to do. Uh, it's just really up to them. But the focus has always been inside out. And to be honest with you, uh, as I've said many times, we. When NIL came, there was nobody more equipped than us as a program, you know, with what we've been doing for 14 years now, what we've learned from a financial literacy standpoint and the tax education, you name it, agents, uh, everything, you know, we, we've always had that approach. So uh, conversations have changed. There's been more to talk about, just like when applied science and nutrition and strength conditioning and all these things, as, as things have grown, this is just another area that's important. So you've got to make sure that you uh, address it. And then, you know, honestly, I, I, you know, I was thinking about it this summer. Um, you know, I, I, I was, I was uh, thinking through it. And I honestly, I mean, me, we, we built this program on NIL. We really did. And, and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking though. We, we built this program uh, in God's name, image, likeness. And that's how I look at it. So as things have changed, God has, God has always been, uh, you know, the foundation of, of what I do. And uh, so we've been dealing with uh, his name, image, and likeness for a long time. And I think as this new era has come forward, uh, you know, God just continues to bless us here. At transfer formal, the transfer formal going on now, and also is there is there more talks about making this You know, maybe July, somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, this there's a lot of conversation going on, but you know, I mean, honestly, uh, I I love the early signing period. Uh, I've always been an advocate for it. I think it ought to be earlier. I personally, where we are today in college football, I think after August one of your senior year, you should be able to sign anytime you want. And I think it protects because it's sad what's going on in high, with high school recruiting. There's a lot of kids in high school that used to have a lot of opportunity and access that aren't getting it now. Um, and so, uh, me personally, I mean, if I was a high school kid or a high school coach, I'd fight. I'd fight moving that thing back. I'd, I would advocate to leave it or move it forward uh, because, again, I think it protects the high school kids. I think. And again, I don't know why, like, I think you should just sign any time. After August 1, like, you offer somebody a scholarship, they ought to be able to sign. And, and that right there would protect a lot of these fake offers, protect these kids from all these fake offers, you know, and, and I think that's important. And I think uh, it would protect the kids, that, all these kids that are committed for a long time. And then all of a sudden the portal opens up and people see this portal guy and then they call the high school kid back, say, hey, now you don't have a scholarship here anymore. So I think it ought to be early so that those kids could lock in to their school. I mean, like all these guys that we've had, they would have signed in, in June. They would have signed in July. They would have signed anytime. All these guys signed 27 guys, 26 high school kids, and all 26 would have signed back in the summer. So I think leave it where it is or move it earlier or, or either don't even have, just say, hey, every time, anytime after August 1, you can sign. And that would slow down a lot of these off these uncommittable offers, uh, number one. And then number two, it protects the kid. And I think it would help the, the – I think it helps the coach as well. Like, now, again, I think you got to – the kids are already protected and they can leave any time. But I think if you if you did – if it was the case and they could sign early and they fire the coach or the head coach leaves, then, hey, you're, you're, you're free to open your recruitment back up. You know, because I think that's that's important. Uh, they're already protected. They can leave anytime they want. But I think if you had an early signing period, but it would cut out. It would cut out a lot of these these fake offers and it would protect these kids. So they, you know, from coaches coming back and pulling the offer. You know, I think that 
is important. Uh, and, you know, I think it would protect the high school recruit. Uh, so, you know, who knows? And I, but I think also um, maybe there would be some ADs out there that might give that coach maybe another year. There's a really good class sign committed already. And he might say, you know what? Hey, because if I fire this guy, these guys are kind of, they can, they can go wherever they want. Might give that guy another, another year or two. So I think it's good on both sides, uh, to be honest with you. And, you know, I know there's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. When is there not a lot going on? Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's never this utopia moment. You know, you have to learn how to balance things. You got to learn how to spin a bunch of plates at one time. That's just the way it is. Uh, so I, I personally like it, you know, where it is. I do think there should be some changes from the portal standpoint. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, again, I think right now a kid should be, if your coach leaves, your head coach, if he leaves or is fired, you ought to be able to go and play wherever you want. I, I think that's great. Uh, I think if you're a graduate, you ought to be able to go and be eligible right away. Come to college to get a degree. You've earned that right. I think you ought to be able to go and be eligible right away. But I think there just needs to be, uh, you know, a few tweaks. I think, first of all, that that um, if you're not a graduate or your coach is not fired, you should have to sit a year. You, have to, you should sit a year, get acclimated. Because I think if that was because right now we have no barriers, we have no reason for pause, we have no pain, no consequences. And so I think if a kid had to sit a year again, you, you can go anywhere you want, anytime. You don't need anybody's permission. Sure, if your coach is not fired or left, you're not a graduate, you sit a year. And then guess what? Upon graduation, you get that year back. And if you're this big time superstar, you're not going to need that extra year anyway. Right. So but we would re incentivize graduation, which is what we should be about in collegiate athletics. Uh, that's my opinion. So, uh, and I think, I think that would, if there was just a little bit of, of pause, it would cut back on some of these hasty decisions that kids make, you know, just a, just a little bit of pause. And, and now all of a sudden, maybe that kid's like, ah, that's it a season. And they push through. Nine times out of 10, man, it works out for them. But, you know, again, there's lots of opportunity. But I think, number one, it would stop tampering, you know, because you got all this tampering going on uh, out there uh, because now there's this whole new pool of recruits, right? It's not just high school kids anymore or graduates or junior college guys. It's freshmen. It's mid-year enrollees. It's sophomores. And that's not good. It's not healthy. It's not good for the game. It's not good for anybody. And so, you know, it would cut out the tampering, uh, number one. And, uh, and again, I think it would protect the high school recruits. It would protect high school recruiting a little bit. Because, uh, again, you got a lot of these high school kids that, that aren't getting opportunities. So, uh, you know, coach leaves or is fired, hey, you go. You're eligible. No problem. You know, and I think that makes everybody have to make good decisions there. You know, make hasty decisions with coaches, too. I think it works both ways. And I think, um, you know, if you had just not a graduate, coach isn't gone, you can go, but you sit. Now, now there's just a little bit of consequence that now all of a sudden you got to really want to do that. And there's, what's wrong with a little bit of development? What's wrong with a little bit of time? You know, like we all want this microwave. You know, what, like, like we need to have a crock pot mentality. Like, right, the best meals come from that crock pot. When you leave about 8 in the morning, mama's got some food in the crock, and you're like, ooh, that's going to be good when I get home about 6, right? And everybody wants it in the microwave, and that's not – it's usually not the best meals when you just heat up. You know, that's how everybody wants it to be, but that's just what I think. So, and I'm passionate about the high school kids and the high school recruiting and the development. Um, so, you know, what do I know? I don't know. That's what I think. Yeah, but based on your interactions, this was very exciting. How often is NIL brought up by the recruits or family members? Yeah, I mean, we, we address all those things. You talk about just like it's a, again, it's a holistic approach. Um, you know, we talk about our, 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 our program, and that is a part of our program. Uh, but as far as like using it as like you come here, you get that, that ain't us, that ain't ever gonna be us. Uh, you know, I mean, there's you have people out 
they're guaranteeing people this and that. How do you do that? It's against, first of all, it's against the rules. Secondly, how do you guarantee somebody something they ain't even done anything? Like, I don't, I mean, shouldn't you have to perform? Uh, so all I can tell you is this is Clemson. And man, our kids, and the reason you got all these people coming is because again, focus is on the guys on the roster. When your players on the roster happy they know they have opportunity that resonates to the recruits so that's your best recruiters are the guys on your team best recruiters you got it's also the worst recruiters you got we 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 address all of those things again they ask about strength conditioning they ask about nutrition they ask about academic services they ask about housing they ask about, you know, offense, defense, just part of the conversation. It's no different. Just it's just an, another piece of uh, of the uh, of the pie now. It's two years in a row. I uh, going back to Hunter Johnson last year. Now Paul, quarterbacks are coming into a situation here. I know they're probably not going to be a starter. What what about the situation uh, appeal to Paul? I guess why is he person in that situation? Yeah. We're honest. We're transparent. Uh, you know, I'm not looking for somebody. I'm not looking for him. To, I wasn't looking for a guy to come in here and be the starter. We think we have that, and uh, and you know, but we we needed a guy. Uh, got Trent, who hasn't played. CV's just getting here. Uh, you no, know, don't let him compete. We'll see how that what how it all plays out. You know, maybe it works out. Maybe Cade does what we think he can do, and maybe it works out where we can maybe play CV four games and hold him. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. Maybe CV wins the job. I don't know. Uh, but we needed an older guy uh, who, who's who's been through a lot of game plans, a lot of practices, somebody who's got a level of maturity to him. Uh, a Hunter Johnson situation. That's what we need. And uh, honestly, we're going to wait till May. We were going to wait till May, let all this stuff settle out and sort out and spring ball and all that. And then we were going to go get a guy in May that, you know, thought he might. Because, you know, that's the other sad part about this. There's a lot of kids that aren't going to have opportunity. They're, they're going from a scholarship to no scholarship. Or they're going, you know, to a level they didn't anticipate. Uh, but we knew there would be somebody in May at that position that when it came down to it, we want want to come get you know Clemson experience and uh to compete to you know be a two if you will and uh so we were very honest with Paul and he had he had a lot of group of five opportunities he had uh, uh one really good SEC opportunity to go compete to be the starter uh, but I think you know for him uh you know he values who we are here and I think he he's also a guy that wants to uh coach at some point I think he saw this as as uh, the best of both worlds for him uh, to be a great teammate, to be ready, uh, to help these young guys grow and mature. He's seen a lot. He's been around some great players, around some great coaches, uh, but also to, you know, further lay a, a foundation for what he wants his future to look like. So, I mean, and, and for me, that's like, so that was our, you know, just transparent, what we're looking forward. Uh, and uh, that's his history. To me, I'm like, wow, it'd be pretty cool to be able to help Bear Bryant's great grandson get into coaching one day, uh, help help him develop, you know, a little bit in that round. Got some time before that comes. We need him. To, we need him. To, we need him to bring that veteran presence uh, that Hunter brought. Really thankful we got Hunter Johnson right now. Say that. I'm uh, really thankful we got him. And uh, so that's kind of what we were looking for. And again, we were going to wait till May, but. Uh, just kind of app came about. Uh, Hamp Green actually reached out. One of our players, Hamp Green, actually reached out to me to let me know that uh, Paul was in the portal and, and uh, be interested in talking. So that's kind of how that's how that came about. So I called him, had a conversation, asked him what he's looking for, talked about what we're looking for, came up here, decided to come. Okay. Kind of in regards to the portal, uh, you could sign more than 25 this year for the first time they, they took the cap off. So you go, you know, 28. And 
So a lot of people say, well, the only way you can build now is through the portal. But it's obvious. You think, no, I'd rather have Ronan Hannafin for three or four years. I'd rather have Tyler Brown for three or four years than some other guy for one or two years. Is that, yeah, it rather depends build on that where way. you are. For some places, that's the only way you can do it. Sure. Oh, because maybe you're just getting that job. Maybe you're having to flip an entire roster. That ain't, that's not us. I mean, you know, and here we've had 13 top 15 recruit classes in a row, uh, 12 10 plus win seasons, seven out of the last eight years conference championships. I mean, we've been incredibly consistent. It's not that, you know, could be a gap. You know, as I've said, I mean, we, we, there could be a gap. Last year, you know, we tried to get a couple of high level OL. Both of them turned out pretty good. It's a very small pool. I don't care how many people in the portal would. And what we're looking for, it's it's a very small pool. And so, you know, otherwise you, you it's not it's, it's not right for us. I mean, it has to be the right fit. Um, and again, you have to have the right need. You're not gonna just bring a guy in just to bring a guy in. Um, so we'll use it as needed when we need it. Yeah, we get sometimes, but right now, uh yeah, I, I wanted to get voted. The guys that we signed, we wanted. And, uh, you know, that's 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 how we've always done it. And we have a need somewhere along the way. Reach out. Sometimes there's interest. We've reached out to several people. Uh, we've reached out to kids this, this cycle. Some we've evaluated, not the right fit for us. Some we're not the right fit for them, whatever. You know, but it's a constant. It never stops. You know, but as far as flipping our roster the portal that's just not where we are as a program if i was somewhere else uh you know and i was taking over a program you probably wouldn't have a choice you know because uh, you might have a bunch of guys leave or whatever and you got to be able to get older quicker uh and that's not that's not where we are we, we love our roster we love the developmental process of uh where we are but again Time to time, you might have a spot that you have to progress. Uh, says hasn't happened for us yet. It will, no doubt. Talk about Peter Woods, the guy who played tackle, play hand. I mean, it's depend on who's back. And just because he has an ability. Yeah, I mean, we'll see once we get here, get him here, start coaching him, and, and all that, and then again, settle out the roster. Um, but for this, he will find somewhere. He's a really good football player. Uh, he's dynamic. He's, he's probably one of the strongest guys that gets here. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's just, just a freak guy. Uh, that whole group is really the whole group. AJ had to have a had to have a little shoulder surgery, so up he won't be here till summer. It's a it's a good group of D linemen to be able to rise and hard pace. Any questions for Coach from Zoom? Anybody else? Yeah. Hey, Dana. This is Anna. Oh, sorry. Just real quick. Um, do you know what wide receiver position Noble will start at? Um, and then will Harris Sewell? I think he has some snapping ability. Will he play cross train at center and guard? Yeah, Harris is is a you know he's played tackle uh, as you know, but he he's projects more as a center guard for us. Definitely will work most of those areas. Um, and uh, as far as Ronan, I mean, he's just a wide receiver, so he can play any any receiver position. We'll see what's best. I mean, most likely he'll start out at, at, at call the two and the nine. Uh, same with Ronan. There and then Tyler. Tink will probably play more our two and five position. But that doesn't mean they can't play the nine as well. Players are players until you start coaching them. It's really, it's really hard to evaluate what what's the best best spot within the scheme. What you're doing. Yeah, but this is Larry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Do you have a feel for when these guys are going to announce they're coming back? Uh, uh, yeah, I got a feel. I'm not, you know, could could be any time. Could be today. Could be after the bowl game. Uh, just leave that up to them. Uh, but you know, all I can tell you is this is a great signing class. So we got some, we got some portal guys. They're guys that are already here and they decided to stay. Uh, so they're, they're in the, 
they're in the I'm staying portal. Uh, Anyone else for coach? Never are there any other positions. You know, again, that's there, there's another big window in May. I mean, you know, things can happen in January. Things can happen in the spring. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody could leave. And there's always, uh, you know, things to evaluate. So we're in a pretty good spot. There's a couple of, probably a couple of spots that if it was the right thing, we would maybe consider that. But it's just a very small pool comes to filling our needs. You know, that could change again because your roster could change at any given moment in, in today's college change. Uh, you have to be ready to, to respond to that. And, and that's a positive. I think that's a great thing that we, you know, all of a sudden you lose kids in the spring that there is a portal. Where else are you going to get players, right? All of a sudden you got 10 guys back up and leave for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, there's nowhere to get anybody. So I'm thankful that that you at least have an opportunity to go supplement your roster somehow. We just haven't had that. We didn't have anybody leave after spring last year. Uh, so, but who knows? May this year. So I, I just you just can't. There's no used to. I could kind of, you know, I know exactly. Kind of now it's it's just a very fluid deal, and it changes all the time. It's fun. It's fun, you know, because I think again, you know. Uh, I think culture still matters, and I think relationships matter. And I think that's what wins long term, and and that's who we are. It's what we've always been, and, and uh, that's why we're one of the most consistent programs in the country, and, and we will continue to be. Uh, we're, you know, I kind of look at things in dec things in decades now, right? Uh, as I said a couple weeks ago, I mean, we're, we had the third best decade in college football history last decade, and we're off to a better start this decade than that. You know, with two out of three conference championships and 10 plus win seasons. And so, uh, you know, we, we, I think it's fun because there's new challenges, uh, new dynamics, and you got to be able to uh, navigate all those things. And we're built for where we are right now in college football. We've got a lot of success ahead. We've got a lot of one, two national championships last decade. I have more to come this decade. 